If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Welcome to West Coast Wednesday here on Prospectors Radio with Kathleen Biffle, Rich Cooley, Scott Swiftwater Tony, Indiana Gold Hunter, Dennis Dayton, and your host, Tim Grimes. We hope you enjoy the show, and thanks again for listening. All right, everybody, welcome back to another edition of Prospector Radio. I'm your host, Tim Grimes, and you know what? I want to take one second real quick to let let maybe some of our new listeners know, if you're just tuning in and, and you're not hip to this prospecting thing, stick around. We'll, we'll, we'll try to explain things to you as we talk about it, and uh, I'm sure you'll have a good time listening to the show because we cover a lot more than just prospecting here, that's for sure. So on that note, I'm going to introduce my co-host. First off, we got Mr. Rich Cooley. How you doing tonight, Rich? Oh, uh, pretty good. How's everyone tonight? Doing good, brother. And what's been? How you feeling? Better? Yeah, I'm coming along a little bit better. Uh, the only thing I'm hoping for is to snag some equipment up. I'm putting it out there on the airways, and I'm looking for some uh, an air tank, a hookah tank, uh-huh. and my hoses and. Uh, I have a mask, but possibly uh, another mask or a regulator also. So mm-hmm. there's the items that I'm looking for. So if anybody's interested in getting rid of any that are in good working order, let me know. Heck, yeah. And that's easy to do. They can just send you a message. Because I want to test my stuff out real bad. Right. I want to get it ready to go. <laughs> right. But if they do have something, they can send you a message on Gold Prospector Space, right? And that way, right? That is correct. Easy peasy. If they if they have any of that, equipment. or on Gold Prospectors on Facebook, Either whatever. Or, yeah. yeah. Either or. So yeah, if you got any of that equipment, you're looking to get rid of it. Give send Rich a message. Yep. Let him know. I was going to buy the whole kit, but if I can get a good deal with some other used stuff, then I will. Oh heck but, yeah! That you know, just makes perfect sense, don't it? Because <laughs> you never. Yeah, know. That's all Rich, I'm doing. I'm trying to get you. stuff ready. Right. Rich, I can yeah. sell you Kathleen's. You can what? I can you can tell me Kathleen's air stuff. Why? Oh, <laughs> I'm teasing. Don't hit me. <laughs> <laughs> Kathleen's like. Well, you never know. Sandy Claus might be getting a dual set up, so you never know. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, we didn't look at it that way. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So, uh, so unless he pulled out his money in a stash somewhere, I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot to tell you, I won that Powerball. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's what it was. Got it. So you already, I already won thirty six bucks on that. So that that's more than I won. Much. I won. Well, you uh, won more than I did. I won zero. So I'm sure a lot of other people won zero yeah. too. You won eight dollars or Sweet. something. Sweet. Well, that was on the one. The one day I took them all in, we had about twenty four bucks. I think it was. Don't spend that all in one place. Man. I'm yeah, mad. really. <laughs> bought more and lost Yep, them. that's how I'm doing. Just basically getting my equipment ready, going over everything. Awesome, That's, brother. you know, one of the things I could talk about sometime, too, is going over your equipment, you know, for Sunday Night Coolies Corner. And this uh, weekend, hopefully, we're going to talk about uh, safety again on uh, on the gold mines. So. Oh, part two. 
right? Yep, I'm going to get some more information on it here. I did have the checklist already, so we'll be able to talk a little bit about that. And oh, we'll awesome. see what else we'll get into Sunday night. Awesome. Wait, wait. So make sure to tune in for Cooley's Corner on Sunday night, Heck yeah. 7.30. Heck yeah, they better. You know, if they're not, they're going to miss out on a great segment, right? Heck yeah, yep. brother. That's for sure. Well, Rich, we want to thank you for being here as always. I'm glad you're feeling better, you know, that you're not feeling so crappy anymore, that you're feeling yeah. good, and that is a good thing, right? Yep. Yep. Thanks for having me. Oh, our pleasure, man. Always. You know that. All right. Also joining us tonight, we got our very own Miss Kathleen Biffle. What's happening, Kathleen? Happy Halloween. It is Halloween, isn't it? Spooky. Spooky. Ooh, <laughs> it is spooky. Oh my gosh, what a hectic night. Um, trick-or-treaters? We had some trick-or-treaters. <laughs> not not as much. Well, first off, I, <laughs> let me start from the beginning. Let's start from the beginning. That's a good idea. Totally forgot it was Halloween, right? Uh-huh. Even though I've been doing like these fun facts and, and closer looks and everything. Right. But it kind of snuck up on us in the middle of a work week. So I had to stop and get candy on the way home from work. <laughs> Oh, God. And a bottle of wine. And a bottle of wine. And <laughs> <laughs> so then I bought like four bags of chocolate. And I come home and Chad just looks at me like, you they're, don't have enough. They're small bags. I'm wow. like, that's four bags of chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> so he went out and got more. And got, got six bags. Yes, yeah, so and now we have six <laughs> bags of chocolate. <laughs> And now we got three bags left over. Yeah, wow. we didn't have that many kids this year. <laughs> okay. Because it's raining. Oh, and, that, that don't help. you know, kids in their neighborhood are just getting older. Right. Right. This so is true. now we have three bags of chocolate that I'm probably going to help eat and Why not? gain a little weight. Don't, don't chocolate <laughs> go good with wine? It does. There you go. Now well, that's why you have to get it with wine. There you go. <laughs> So you're set for the night, right? You got some chocolate in front of you, Kathleen? I do. Okay. <laughs> Kit Kats are my downfall. Ooh. But I'm going to tell you one thing. There's these pumpkin spice Kit Kats out there. What? Yeah. Don't get it. Oh, my God. Okay. Somebody save me. I ate one, and it was like, oh, my. It was good at first. Uh-huh. But then it was just like too much. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got it. Needless to say, they went at the top of the candy pail. And we gave those. So I like, did handfuls. They were all excited because it was dark out. So sure. I just gave them a handful of all of them and just boom, boom. <laughs> now they're gone. Easy way to get rid of them without throwing them away, right? Just pass them out to the trick or treaters. See, our trick or treat was like last week. Is when we what? Our, yeah, ours is always. Away. Yeah, they have That's it sacrilege. like. It, they always have it on these weird days, and it's like. Tuesday. What do they have? Christmas early too? They probably do. <laughs> they they do. They have Halloween every year, like the twenty fourth on a Tuesday, and it's like why, you know? What it was actually heck? on a Thursday. It was last Thursday they had it actually, because I I said, oh crap, I'm not passing candy out this year. I turned off the porch light, and I'm like, I'm not doing candy. I didn't think See, about it. There's no wonder twi- kids are twisted up these days. They don't even know what they don't want to do stuff. I I don't I don't know, you know. Could you imagine? I, I could. If somebody knocked on my door five days before Halloween, said trick or treat, I would go 
buddy, you are you trying to collect a lot of candy because you're early. <laughs> well, I'm sure they announced it in the na- in the community. They right? do. That yeah. it was going to be that they, night. They do, but it's still it's weird. It's like why don't we just do trick or treat on Halloween? I know. It makes no sense. It's like, well here if Halloween falls like on a Friday, um, or what Saturday. No, no. If it's mostly on a Friday, Friday, they'll bump it up to like Thursday. Because Friday. of like what? Just because of crazies. But <laughs> I don't know. That is totally weird. It is weird. I've always said that since I've lived here. It's like it's not Halloween. It's the twenty fifth. Why are we having trick or treat? But that's what they do. And it's like okay, man. I don't know why. I mean, look, it's a Wednesday. They had it on a Thursday last week. Why didn't we just have it today? It's Halloween. <laughs> yeah. It just makes more sense I, I, to me. It's just one of those I mean, things that make you go, hmm. Oh, it definitely makes you go, hmm. What big brain? Well, I mean, I could, I could see if, like, if Halloween was on a Tuesday and you wanted to have an adult party that that weekend prior, then that's when you do the Halloween party, right? But like for kids to go out, you know, trick or treat, that's it's Halloween that's the night. It is the night, right? You go on the thirty first. That's the night. That's yeah. when we did it when we was kids. You know, and well, I'm excited about tonight. Mm-hmm. I've got some. I do have some Halloween nice. fun facts, and that's the last you're going to hear from Halloween for a while. Oh, I hope because Halloween. And we promised over. she didn't record it and get it from oh, the internet. I did not. You didn't. It. She's going to actually speak it live. All oh, sweetness, good. It'll you be. You get to hear commentary, live commentary, and live facts from Kathleen. And no echoes. No recorded jazz here. That's for sure. We don't. Unless, did you ever find some scary music? Who, Shad? No, you. Was I supposed to? You gave a thumbs up on it. I did. You weren't paying attention. (laughs) Check your messenger. I'm an idiot. (laughs) Oh, my. I'm sorry, Kathleen. (laughs) But anyway, it's good to be here. Um, Hump day. Really excited about that. Even though it rained today, it was in the 60s here, and it was rather nice. It got kind of nice, even though it rained. Yeah, the koi even woke up a little bit. I know when I went when I left this morning for work, I grabbed a coat and I got outside and I was like, "Oh man, it's kind of warmish." I'm like, warm-ish. "It was warmish and moist, but it was warm." <laughs> it was and very it, moist. It today. was. It was. <laughs> it was a moist day, you know, and a moist evening last night too. I was like, <laughs> man, but but I said oh, I don't even need a coat, and it was perfect. It was a. It was nice, even though it well, was well. That's Ohio for you. It is. It definitely. Well, we're going to be winterizing the camper soon. Yeah. Sooner than later, probably. I know. It's... With everything coming up, so. We're not going to get an Indian summer, are we? I don't I don't think so. I think we're going right into winter. I think so. It seems like it. Like, it's just going to, it's going to just hit us. And it's going to hit us hard, I think. You know, that first note. Well, we don't have spring and autumn anymore. Yeah. No. <laughs> No, gosh, we're no. either winter, summer. <laughs> it's, that's it. That's our two seasons. Yay! <laughs> and we went straight into it. It's like God. I'm, I just not ready, Kathleen. Nope. But not, you know, I've got my stress away oils, and nice. I'm good to go tonight. Nice, 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 nice. Love it. That is cool. Tell us about your oils, Kathleen. Are you, are you, <laughs> my essential oils. Yes. we got to talk about the essential oils every week. So, um, Well, tonight I am wearing a Stress Away uh, blend. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's lavender, vanilla, cedarwood, 
lime, and copaiba. Copaiba? <laughs> copaiba. Copaiba, okay. And that's so just, anyway, that's... It, it keeps you relaxed, and, you know, it's been a stressful week uh-huh. with end-of-the-year things at work, but, you know, I'm able to just go home and unwind and enjoy. There you go. And and are are you selling these oils, Kathleen? Are, are you going to be doing that? <laughs> I am a distributor. <laughs> are you really? Why don't you share that with people? Because they might want to know. I do have a, a website out there, and maybe I'll post it out there. I sometime, think we should sometime. post that in the chat room, and then I think you should tell the listeners because, you know, these people are listening and they want to know. <laughs> you know, Kathleen's using Capybara oil tonight, and, and and we want some of that. Well, you know, I can't be out in the creek right now, right. <clears throat> and because you know it's just been the weather's been crazy and it's just busy. So this is something that just helps me relax a little bit. <laughs> exactly. And I think there's a lot of people listening right now that would think that too. And that's why I said... It, you know, I was skeptical at first. You know, my friend, Crazy Stacy, she's out there. But she 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 <laughs> sweared by it for like two years. Uh-huh. And I laughed at her. I'm like, that doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> that's just crazy. Right? Until I tried it. And I was like, oh, wow, I guess it does. <laughs> now you're a firm believer in it. So, yeah. I just gotta get Shad to uh, to go along with it. He's been sick for like a week now. I know, yeah, yeah. So clearly they don't work. <laughs> no, you don't do it every night. I, I come, I come up to him to oil him up. And he's like, no, I don't want that. <laughs> don't put that stuff on me. I guess you got to start out with the crabbiness oil relief and put that on him first. Then I know, cal- I've got to sneak it in his food or yeah, something. Yeah, he'll calm down, and then you can put any oil on him you want. See, that's the trick. <laughs> but yeah, Kathleen, work on that. I'd like, I think you should tell people about it here on the show, where you know your website and stuff when you get it all ready. And let's, sure. Let's share that with them, because uh, we're going to talk about it every week. I mean, we're, it's, it's, it's happening. It's Oh yeah, it's happening. And... Uh, so I think it's we called should... OU Oil University. Oi oi, oi oi, called OU. OU, I like that. All right, cool. Yeah, because we gotta get we gotta share this because I I know some of our you listeners want to know and would Tim. You know what? Why wasn't it called AU? Because it's a oi oi. It's... Oil is spelled with an O. I know oh. that AU means gold. It could have been A O U, like gold oil. University. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, she could have just raised the price by sixty-five dollars and put <laughs> real gold in it. Oh, put some, put some, sprinkle some gold dust. Gold in dust it. in go. each bottle. <laughs> hey, that could work. <laughs> that could see now. People are people are curious about it, and it, you know, all right. Well, Shad will have to post it. They will have to get. That I sent it posted. to you, Shad. Did you keep it? Uh, uh-oh. <laughs> He's quiet. He's like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. uh I think I got it somewhere. Start digging, Shad. Google it. <laughs> yeah, Shad will post that in the chat room for anybody what? that's interested. Because this stuff's amazing. You got to check it out. Even if you're not, a, if you're a skeptic, even try it out. You know, just try it, and you shall see. It does what she says. Really does. So. Very cool, Kathleen. And I know you got your news tonight. I do. I've got some some news and then um, fun facts. And we even could um, gather up some local events of interest. Nice. Even though there's really not a lot going on right now. Right. This time of the year. 
Okay, but you've still managed to find something. You always do. And we appreciate that, Kathleen, so much. You know, you do a great job every week. Stay and, tuned. Oh, we're hanging in there for it. I'm ready. Ready for some news. Kathleen, thank you for being here as always. All right. Joining us also, the other half of the Biffles, our local events guy. You know him, Mr. Shad Biffle. What's happening, Shad? Well, I sleep with the gun on my bedside <laughs> table for a few reasons now. Not just to deter intruders, kids, um, scare other th- people coming in, but um, obviously to resist the oils. The oh, sneak attack. The sneak attack from the oi oi lady. <laughs> <laughs> I can see Kathleen walking in and rubbing her hands together <laughs> with the oils, and it's like she's ready to get you. Well, she even puts it on morton who's has some ear problems and it, it does help Wait. obviously but as soon as she gets her little box out with all the oil <laughs> he looks up i look over we look at each other and he's like oh crap i'm up here on the bed she's uh, gonna put oil on me and like he tries to like slowly lean the other way away from no, her he likes it so you can use it on your pets too yeah uh, certain things like to repel fleas um Morton's got a bad case of ear mites right now, so okay. we're treating him for that, and it's working. Wow. Actually, he walked up to me this morning. He knows the routine. He's a very routine German shepherd, uh-huh. and you know, it just took a couple times with the routine, and now he just knows. He knows. I have time for yeah. my oil. Yeah, he knows he can't get away for it from it, so, <laughs> so he's like, what is he going to do? He's a little reluctant, but he, he knows. His punishment. Take my medicine. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> See? That's cool, though, that you can use it on your pets. <laughs> That's awesome. some of them you can. It's a two. But yeah, it, it is actually safer, obviously, than a lot of the other chemicals they have right. to treat oh, stuff for yeah, dogs too. So yes, yeah. and they don't have any fleas. There you go. That's all that matters. <laughs> Pretty cool. I like it. So what's happening, Shad? Well, because you know Kathleen had to fine tune some of the news tonight, and you know she went ahead tonight and did dinner for the family. So I was passing out the candy, uh-huh. sitting in the sprinkling moistness air. Um, oh, yep. You know, yeah, passing the, I mean, a couple kids came back and I was like, really? But what are you going to do? Right. I gave them more. Um, <laughs> he had a cool costume, though. Yeah, that's why he got it. He it had one of those. It was a girl, in... oh. actually. The big uh, inflatable dinosaur. Oh, really? <laughs> Those things are hilarious. I want one it's of them. T-Rex. I want one. I think we all should have one, Shad. And the <laughs> dogs, funny. they bark. Because I sat outside, obviously. I don't want, you know, that would be insane trying to open the door yeah. with the dogs. So, but the dogs, like, saw it at first and barked. And then as she got closer, they, they just shut up. <laughs> they ran away. They were like, what the heck is that? Oh, we got to get some of them. We have to. Some fierce German <laughs> See, shepherds we have. If we would have, yeah. just think, Shad, if we would have had them, we could have worn them to the gold show the other day. Oh, that would be, and ran around the yeah, gold yeah, show. Ran around attacking people. <laughs> that's, that's why they didn't have many trigger treaters this year. Their neighborhood kids are like, you know there's five dogs in that house, right? <laughs> well, and, okay, what's the rule? You have your lights on, you come get candy, right? Right, right yes. Okay, so not only that, I'm sitting in a chair on in the porch, you know, uh-huh. lights are all on, and still people w- w- started walking right by the house. <laughs> you know, if you, they I'm don't like, want yeah, to are that effort. house. No, we are yeah, that Yeah, but bro. House. Oh, you're that bro, house. I've, I've, I've seen you in the sunlight. 
<laughs> no, it's we were thinking about putting the camper out there and like putting the awning out and that would have been fine. Like like we're camping and they have to come up to the the awning to get their candy. That would have been fine. Okay, that would have been cool. That would. <laughs> yeah. It would. Sorry, it, we thought of that up too late. It would. It would. You know, upset that the HOA or whatever and and. People but yeah, the that. the girls went with friends to hand out candy and and hang out, and uh, so you know, I told the boys, I'm like, you know, you could help out and pass it. And they're like, what? We want to go get candy. I'm like, you, you're teenagers. You don't one, go out without a costume. And you don't have a costume. What are you going to do? They just go I'll, out without just, a costume. That's what they do. And I was like, no, I'm not. You're not doing that. <laughs> you know? So they're, they're going bag snatching. so i was sitting out there and there's a lot of teenagers obviously because our neighborhood a lot of kids are getting older we have a lot of really little little kids and then we have a lot of teenagers in the neighborhood so (laughs) i I started feeling bad i'm like okay i was thinking when i was out there what does shad have that he can have his sons go out in costumes or whatever so i was like you know what i got into my big trunk that has a lot of my uniforms i pulled out you know, a green set of camis and the desert set of camis. And I was like, here you guys go, put them on, right? So I told him, I said, all right, you're, you're wearing my uniforms for trick-or-treating, but you're going to Stolen Valor. Okay. Did they Since, know what you, you know, did they know they're, they're talking they never about? earned it, and they're all disheveled looking. But, <laughs> yeah, they still took their little bags and filled them up and came back. They were like, yeah, we had to skip, like, 30 houses because we didn't have any more room. Oh, jeez. Oh. Like, yeah. good God. They did good then. <laughs> Quickly. Wow. Yeah, so that that was my night. Nice. As far as getting over being sick, I'm not as bad as I've been. Right. But I still got the <laughs> stupid fever. You still got the I fever. I was getting angry. You still got the fever. Yeah. But you are feeling, I'm good. feeling I'm good. a little better, though. That's good, Shad. Now, you got your local events of interest tonight, right? Yeah, yeah, I do. And like Kathleen said, not a, not a ton that we could find, but... Right. There's some cool ones here. We got two out west and then one down under. Oh, you'll make them fun. That's, we know that. And I know you got your uh, uh, precious medals and your birthdays as well, like always, right? But Dennis ain't here to sing. To it, so who's going to sing, Scott? Don't worry, bro. I've got it under control. You got, got it, Scott. You got it, Scott? <laughs> All right. We're bringing in the C team to That's sing right. this time. That's right. <laughs> The C team. <laughs> yeah. Well, Rich is the B team. Yeah. Oh, that's all right. right. Yeah. So Swiftwater is a C team. It definitely. And I don't know. You know, I did share Ouch. our Wednesday's banner, but I, I replaced because it normally has Scott's picture on the left mm-hmm. and it has Kathleen's on the right since, you know, a lot of it's about dredging up the news and prospecting out west, obviously, for right. our listeners out there. Mm-hmm. But I switched their pictures to do, like, Halloween characters of them. You know, Kathleen okay. was, like, this oil witch. You know, <laughs> oh, line. is that what it was? Because I thought it was a princess or something with flowers. No, no. Yeah, it was all natural. <laughs> you didn't get it. And then, of course, Scott, did you notice, even as a zombie, your T-shirt is white. It's white. And it had the scarf and your hat. Yeah, the, the bandana was there and everything. It was perfect. It was so well, thank you. you see it? Thank you. Thank you very much where, for making my T-shirt white. Where can people go to see that banner shed if they didn't see it? Uh, I'll put it on the main site here in a second. So. And is it on there? Is it on our official Facebook page too? Yeah, it's it's on the official group page. It's on our um, it's on Prospectors Radio Facebook page, okay. Gold Prospectors Space page. Sweet, but yeah, and of course when you do see our banners out there, 
uh, for our shows. A lot of them now are pretty standard, unless we have a special guest or something. Right. Please share them and you know get the word out Heck more. Yeah. But so. like like always, yet we're always live, right? We're never recorded. You better believe Always it. Always live. A hundred percent live for 100%. the entire show. That's right. Hundred percent. Not none of this recorded jazz. We're we're here. We're live. We screw up. We accept it. It's all good. So awesome. We're embracing it. We do. We embrace it. We embrace <laughs> when we screw up. I mean, come on. We have Scott Swiftwater on with us. It's going to be screwed up at times. <laughs> right. I'll be that one. <laughs> it's going to happen. Yeah. All right, Chad, take it away, brother, if you want. All right, your current market price is here for October 31st, Halloween. Gold did fall $7. Oh. It closed at 1214 Oh, my gosh. It's still 12 though. Yeah, it's still up there. But, yeah, that was a pretty big drop. Uh, Silver, that fell $0.18. Yeah, that one. That's it. Fourteen dollars and twenty-four cents. Dang, still above fourteen. <laughs> but platinum, that's up three dollars, and it's holding on at eight hundred and thirty-eight. Mm-hmm. And it really has not moved much, right there in that range right. for quite some time now, for over a month. Right. Uh, palladium is up three dollars, closing at one thousand and seventy-one. So okay. good movement there. Um, okay. Coming back, and even rhodium. Uh, as of today, it stayed flat, closing at two thousand four hundred and twenty-five. Rhodium, mm. rhodium. I like saying rhodium, rhodium. Just say that a couple of times. It's got a nice ring to it. Rhodium. Well, you got to roll your R, man. It's oh. ro- ro- <laughs> oh, see, I can't even do it, man. Rhodium. There you rhodium. go. Okay, I there like it. <laughs> All right. But all right, if uh, Scott wants to take it away for our birthdays, we have quite a bit to get through, so take it away. Okay, here we go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> and many more. <laughs> there you go, man. All right, Scott. It's like a jazzy. <laughs> I know, it was jazzy, wasn't it? Type of thing, it man. was. You just got to snap the fingers. It kind of reminds me of a lounge singer. It I did, know. yes. Yeah. Yeah, he's the creepy lounge singer, <laughs> but he's not on the street. He's in the casino. He's like 30 miles down the road. <laughs> it sounded like town. a Halloween birthday. Oh, my God. You know, it's, the kind of, it's the kind of singer where the announcer says, please, no autographs or no applause no. at all. No, no flash photography. <laughs> yeah, they, bottles. they give out a free buffet coupon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Scott, Scott should be in a smoked right. up lounge. So it's uh, people that have their birthday on Halloween. Pretty cool there. It is cool. Uh, Bethany, Bob Torok, Carl Yearwood, George Hample, Grant Gilbert, James L. Carlson, John Hooper, Lonnie, Lisa Kearns, Malcolm Cook, PK, Pat Hendricks, Pete Needham. And we also have Royce Pink D. Pinkston, Russell Hines, and Van. And then tomorrow, I can see that we have Bobby Thompson, Brian Y., Dan Neindorf, and Doug Van Tassel. All right. Well, happy, happy birthday. Day. Happy Halloween birthday. Happy Halloween birthday. You're right. That is cool. You know, it's really great. You get cake 
and candy? Cake? No, I know. Oh yeah, you do. You get two, <laughs> get a twofer. That's for sure. No doubt. No, I think it's kind of like those Christmas birthdays where you kind of get no, the no. That's where you get the shaft. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're just like, okay, your birthday's at Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. You're just like, oh, no, that's your birthday present. Oh, that's your Christmas <laughs> present. Well, well, here's the thing, all right? If you have a hollow, was born on Halloween, nine months ago is February, the early part of February. Right. You're right, so think about it. You was somebody trying Pretty to keep... close to Valentine's Day. No, yeah. that would be November 14th. Well, still, people don't always go the full term. That's just right. Saying. They were just trying to get warm, probably. It was, they were practicing. It was a cold night, and they were trying to get yeah, warm. Exactly. That's what it was. Yes, we we know. Well, I am, I'm a New Year's baby. It was a moist <laughs> night, is what it was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> moist and cold. Yeah, definitely. Shad, awesome, brother. Thank you, as always, for your input on your birthdays and your metal prices and everything you do. We appreciate you, my friend, definitely. And uh, thanks for being here. All right. So also joining us, we got our West Coast connection, Mr. Lounge Singer himself, Scott Swiftwater. Tony, what's happening, Scotty boy? Hey, you know, I wish I was sitting in a lounge, but I'm not. But this is what's going on. What's going on? <laughs> man, me and Ben Iron Man Cowell, we're doing some good workings up here. Uh, making some deep holes, getting some gold. It's uh, it's treacherous. We had another flash flood come through. Unfortunately, I took the most part of it. And what really, what really stinks is because, you know, you heard me say it. You know, my stuff took Ben's out, so... We got his stuff going, and me and him's been working the, this last week on the four-inch dredge, just to kind of tag teaming it up. And you know, you can you you can move quite a bit of material uh, with two people going at it, uh, pretty good. Yeah. And the gold still the gold still turning up, but man, I you know I'm I've actually uh, done something pretty great this last week. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you guys remember uh, a while back I made a video about uh, Sam the Man Baldwin's. Uh, uh, dry uh, or uh, dredge nozzles, and which would be H and B mining uh-huh. out of California. You know they were really good and strong and stuff like that. And I actually ordered some hose from him, stuff like that. Where I gave him a call up and I told him, you know, what happened, everything like that. And I was like, hey, you know, uh, you know, I'm going to shoot a series of, of videos this year, uh-huh. and I want, you know, I don't have a sponsor. How would you like to sponsor me? You know, he he's like, okay, so he he helped me out pretty good, you know, and uh, I gotta I gotta get uh, everything still in the mail is what the problem is, you know, right. the mail. It's, we call it snail mail. Right. It's not it's not that quick. So, but I think he said that he got the box out, or he or he told uh, Iron Man that he got the box out and was shipping it to either today or this morning. So, man, I can't wait till I get here or get it here and get it down there and actually working. I mean, I, I know I don't mind working with Ben, but, you know, when you're splitting the gold, you got to work twice as long, uh, you know, twice, twice as many hours, twice as much gas that stuff, uh, on one machine. Yeah, true. So, I, oh. you know, and it's not. You, did, you contact, no, you, did you contact Fruit of the Loom for sponsorship? You. Uh, no, I haven't actually. I uh, it, Fruit, of, Fruit of the Loom does not keep my shirts that white. Well, <laughs> whoever does, that's who you should be contacting. Was OxyClean? <laughs> I'm still. Well, you know, you, Scott, you see the reason I asked Scott. My the reason I asked Scott. The reason I'm asking is because last Wednesday you left us hanging. It was like 
I still was confused with the whole OxyClean bleach water bucket thing. So that's why you I was have asking. to soak them before you wash them. <laughs> in, what do you soak them in? OxyClean and like maybe a capful of bleach at the same time. Yeah. And what about water? Well, you got to have some of that in there too, you know. In there with the no, you don't. Clean you don't. You just don't. Yeah, you don't. You just use straight chemical. You'll eat your shirt up faster than a mouse would. It's that bad. It's and, it's not good. And you put them all. So in yeah, it, you all in at the same time. Yeah, you like. Well, I think I don't know. I think she's like a cap of bleach in a bucket, or a little bit. You know, maybe a bigger, a bigger a tub that we got, not uh-huh. too big, but. And then she did, uses one of those OxyClean things, and then yeah, washes then and washes it out. So. So what's the OxyClean thing? Is that that's like, is what that like makes a, it white white? Oh, okay. And then you put all this in a bucket, one bucket. Yeah. Okay. You gotta soak. Uh, yeah, because my t-shirts, like when I go down to work, you got you gotta remember, I wear a white t-shirt every day. We no, know, no joke. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that's why I I do I like white t-shirts too. So I'm trying to make sure I get this right. So if I put my OxyClean in a bucket and soak it. And then I take it out, and then I dump the OxyClean out, and then I put the bleach in, and then I put my shirt back in it? No, I think she puts a, a cap full of bleach in with the OxyClean <laughs> thing, and then let's soak. Come on. <laughs> well, hey, Tim, though, have you asked him about the, you know, you put out a couple, like, uh, or your buddy has the Facebook Live uh-huh. or videos. Uh-huh. You know, we saw your setup that you had in the river. That was cool. Yeah, with the the fire hose or whatever you had, you were holding there. That's right. Yeah, dude. yeah. You didn't now, tell us about minute. tell us about that a little. You could tell me more about the shirt thing later because I I still don't think I got this, and you're gonna have to really give me a lot more detail because I am really confused about how many buckets I need and caps of what and this. And I just am lost. Hey, hey Tim, huh? You're you're not that big. You're not that big of a guy, bro. Uh, about five of your t-shirts will fit in the bucket. You're, I, you're good. Well, how big of a bucket? <laughs> That's the thing. How, how big of a bucket? And can I put five shirts in there? And how many capfuls do I need? See, there's a lot we still have to go over on this, but I want to know about the fire hose thing. Well, the fire hose thing is what we do out here. And I was going to talk about that here a little bit later on tonight. Uh-huh. But, uh, well, you just what, give me a brief now, description. Now, then. now, the video that Shad's seen, which video would we be talking about? Is this on you Facebook? you got your hat on. You're sitting on a rock or something. And you're holding your hose. And it's spraying into the hole with the dredge, and he's taking around and showing the setup before he goes over to the hole. Okay, that might be a video I haven't seen yet, or didn't know he taped. <laughs> okay. Well, he tagged you. It inspired us. Yeah. It's, okay. It's, it's, it's no, uh, that's that's a that's actually called dry land dredging, and I'll talk a little bit about that this evening. Okay. Uh, <laughs> if, if I mean, if Kathleen's if Kathleen's got a lot of stuff, then you know I'll do a little short thing. But okay. other than that, you know, I got you know other stuff. Okay. To, to go on. Okay. And I, I just I want to put this out here as well. You know, I'm glad for the HB Mining coming in and being a sponsor, but as well, if you guys think about it, we we don't do this very often, but we do. If you want to, I think it's on eBay under Benjamin Rock Company. Uh, it's actually some of the gold that we do dig that Ben puts up select bags on eBay. And he doesn't do, like, multi, Not you know, we don't have, like, 30 bags sitting out here. These are specific things that he posts. So if you guys want to check those out, man, feel free to do it because okay. uh, it's 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 actually the stuff that comes 
through our dredge nozzles okay. what you see on my videos and what you hear me talk about here today. Okay. And then you're going to start selling your own brand of detergent too, aren't you? To get those shirts no. whitey white. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. See, I, that's not my department. <laughs> well, you're going to have she, to talk to her she, and, and find out. You know, like I said, she can't stand she can't stand me to have a stain on my, you know, because usually my shirts at the end of the year, they've had mud blowed on them. They, they, They'll just look bad. You didn't say warm or she, cold water either. So see, so that's why I said I'm still lost. So. And do I use a do I use a fire hose to fill the bucket? You're, you're, there How you do go. you blow that's, mud on yourself? I'm exactly. How do you that. blow mud on yourself? That's another well, good question. A, if you got a fire hose blown into the mud, it'll come right back at you. But you well, should. Fire hose isn't blowing anything. It's shooting water out. So yeah. Well, water brings. Yeah, you get splattered off like you know what? You guys have only dry washed out here. You haven't experienced the total Arizona thing. So why would you wear what a we're doing? What we're doing now what we're doing now is when you have water is what you do. Uh -huh. There's nothing else. When you have water you're running you're doing the same thing I am. Oh, okay. If you're not, you're just wasting your time out here, I okay. consider it. But Okay, I I kind of got it. I just don't think I'd wear a white T-shirt while I was doing that. I mean, it just. Uh, hey, if somebody comes out there in the middle of the I, desert and they're a gold prospector, know, they automatically I, know who I am. Not all, not all gold prospectors wear white T-shirts while desert <laughs> mud. I'm gonna start hosing it. Uh, yeah, I know, right? I guess we all should. Well, it should of course, just... they see somebody wearing a white T-shirt with a big hat. They look down. And they're like, oh, right. look at that little kid prospect. <laughs> look at that Ain't little fellow. <laughs> they're like, oh, that's hey, water. My bad. You, you want to you hear something really funny? Is This weekend, me and Ben went up to A&B Prospecting up here in Prescott. And you guys remember Woody, right, that does that did the uh, Toy uh, Superstition? Toy Story? Yeah. Oh, okay. Woody I walked in and... <laughs> Yeah, I walked in. He was standing right there in the door and was talking to the guys. And I walked by him and I was like, man, man, why does he look so freaking familiar for? Uh -huh. And then, you know, he took off and we were looking at some stuff. And I turned and looked on the wall and they had like his picture and all the other guys. I was like, nah, that's where I know him from. I was like, dang it, I didn't get a chance to say hey. <laughs> Scott. Yeah. Do me a favor. Say, say there's a snake in my boot. <laughs> Would There's you... a snake in my boot. <laughs> That's all I wanted you to say. Thank you. Buzz Lightning. <laughs> there ain't no snakes in my boot. There's I'm a snake in my boot. Repeat after me. There's a snake in my boot. One more time, Scott. There's a snake in my boot. <laughs> Thank you. That's all I needed. What are you What are you doing? I just needed to I don't it. even know. <laughs> I just you know what? He's up to something. I just needed to Buzz Lightning. <laughs> But I hate and another court, you know what I want to thank because there's a lot of people I've been telling about uh, Gold Prospector Space Radio and Gold Prospectors Space. Uh, so if you're in the chat room tonight, hey, thanks for coming in and being in the chat room and, you know, having a conversations with the people that are in there. Mm -hmm. And if you are new just listening on Gold Prospector Space Radio, hey, thanks for coming in and listening tonight. And I'm glad that you come in. And I hope this encourages you to join Gold Prospector Space. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, maybe later on you guys will get some uh, we'll get some newbies in here that will uh, ask more questions right. and uh, do some more call-ins and stuff like that. Yeah, what's the number to call in, Scott? <laughs> that I couldn't tell you. 
It is 419-520-7574 after Kathleen's news. If you got a question or you want to ask Scott about his recipe to get those t-shirts, whitey white, just give us a call. <laughs> we'll be glad to answer them. All right, Scott, thank you for being here, brother. We appreciate you, and we'll get back to you here shortly, I'm sure. So You got it. All right. All right. Last but not least, our little buddy all the way from Indiana, the world-renowned Indiana gold hunter himself, Mr. <laughs> Dennis Dayton. What's happening, Dennis? Oh, man, I'm disappointed. In what? I didn't get to sing my birthday. Oh, you wasn't here. That's the only thing that I do is sing a birthday. I don't do the You news. can still sing it. I don't it. do the product review. I don't do the West Coast. I sing my birthday. Well, you can still sing it. <laughs> I didn't even get to sing my I, birthday. I think you should still sing it anyway, in my opinion. Give them a twofer. Man, only right. one thing I do is sing birthdays, and I can't even do that. you sing it so well. And that's why I, I still think you should sing it because I think everybody that had a birthday would really still love to hear it from you because you're the original. Yeah, that's all right. It's already been sung, but it, but it don't matter. You do it so well. Scott sounded like a lounge lizard, you know, in at a small smoky lounge in Vegas. So you should sing <laughs> it for, <laughs> with his piano and his brandy sifter with tip money in it. So. <laughs> I think you should sing it, Dennis. You want to sing it, Dennis? Yeah, I'll sing it. I'll sing it Sunday, maybe if I'm lucky. Well, you, you will. He wasn't here, and you know, we can't have that dead air. I, you know, we're trying to wait for you, but it's all good, man. We, you're the you're the original <laughs> voice of the birthdays, so no worries. Scott was the C team. See, <laughs> that's right. But other than that, I'm uh, looking forward to getting out some. Uh, whether it's cold or rainy or snowy, I'm going to be out uh, prospecting this weekend. You're going out this weekend to the pit? Oh, you betcha. You betcha I am. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got to run some I got to run some more uh, material, actually, that I had sitting in a, in a tub from uh, probably the first of the year. And uh, I run that in my tubby concentrator. And I almost threw that material away, and I could not believe it. <laughs> how much gold I was getting ready to throw away. Really? I love that little tubby concentrator from Spike from Strike. Spike? Uh, prospecting. Yeah. Very cool. Definitely. That thing kicked some butt, man. I just, I was like, wow. Now, we haven't talked to you since <laughs> the gold show. Hmm? We didn't talk to you since the gold show, did we? Mm-mm. No, because you, you, you worked Wednesday and you wasn't here or on the show, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Right, so did uh, well, it was it was Sunday actually, but yeah. Right, right, but uh, so we didn't get a chance to ask you. Did you have a good time? Yeah, yeah, I had for what little bit of time I was there. I was tired, but yeah, I had you, a good time. Yeah. You weren't there long. I mean, we didn't even know you had left. They were like, first people were asking like, "Where's Dennis?" And I'm like, "I think he already left because he had to get back because you know he had to work again tonight." And he just <laughs> hey, did the yeah. oils work? Yeah, the, yes, Dennis. The- I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I was so tired, I think I just had caught my second wind. But I, I had that. Everyone kept saying, man, you smell like a pine tree. What are you wearing? It's Ode to Forest <laughs> by it's, Calvin uh, Klein. <laughs> you smelled it? Yeah, I, 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 think it, I think it did. Yeah. I'll have to, I'm going to wait till I get kind of get tired and then put it on again and see if it works. Try it like tonight or tomorrow or some next night at work when you're kind of tired. Don't mix them up. 
Yeah, don't mix them up. No, no, no. I've got the stuff to keep me awake at work, uh -huh. and i got the stuff to help me sleep at home. And smart okay. move. Yep. Smart move. And and we've seen that you uh, actually had your picture taken with Emily Rydell, didn't you? Yep. Yes, you did. <laughs> she, she's, she's a bit tall, ain't she? Uh, I, yeah, I, she's like two foot taller than me. So, I see quite a few. <laughs> I see quite a few used pictures. <laughs> so yeah, she she'd, she'd have been she'd a be lot like three foot taller than old, old right. Christmas. I was gonna say she'd be about three foot taller than Scott. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> buddy. And I seen you playing in the panning trough, so you did that. And uh, oh yeah, just got see, a lot of gold from there too. Did you see a bunch of our friends and stuff while you were there? Um. A bunch of the you mean from the from the site from yeah our friends you know like Lee Hersberger mm -hmm. and you know Bill and oh Spike yeah oh yeah 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 like yeah. yeah yeah it was really cool and I got to meet some uh, yeah got uh, well I got to meet some new patrons uh -huh. and I got to meet yeah just people on Facebook I haven't seen in a while and right it was really cool it was fun it was fun I had fun it was wasn't it, it was a good time we wish you could have stayed longer you know. Oh, I wish I could have stayed too. I mean, we we closed it down. We definitely stayed till the end. You know. Did Did anybody win any raffles? Not us. Dang. Never us. We are not raffle uh, people. We don't ever win. So. Well, Kathleen does. That's why oh, I yeah, want to hand her my ticket. So I was giving them to her. They're like, "No, nah, give them to Kathleen." No. Nope, because if anybody's going to win, she'll win. Right. No, not this time. The luck wasn't with us, though. You know. Oh man. But yeah, but so fun. did anybody pick up any new products or anything? Ew. Or no, no. Did you? I picked up a couple um, Garrett kits. You know the you get like the big super sluice and the mm -hmm. pan and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay, that's what you did. Pick up a couple of them. Okay. Yeah, okay. I picked up a couple of them, and then I I went over to the uh, the southern. Tri-State Ohio chapter GPA. Uh -huh. I support them. I caught a, bought some a couple bags of pater from them. And oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. And I'm trying to think, anybody else that that you've seen? And uh, yeah, it's just like you were just there, not there long enough. We, like I said, we would love for you to have stayed and hung out with us. Oh, the rest I wish. Of the day. I really wish I could have. I got I got probably two to two and a half hours sleep for it. Come in oh, work that night. Yeah. And man, by eight o'clock in the morning, I was I went home. And I went straight to bed, and I didn't wake up till it was almost time to come to work oh, Sunday geez. night. So I was extremely shot. I bet you was. You know, you'd have to be after that. That was rough on you, I know. But we appreciated you coming, you know. Yeah, for sure, we at least got a group picture of us for Yeah, it. yeah, know? we did. We, like I said, we just missing Rich and Scott. And the whole crew would have been there for sure. But it, it well, was somebody good. said that he was standing behind us in the picture. They could see his white shoes, or or was that maybe you was wearing the shoes? I was wearing, yeah, yeah. I got see. That's why I want to know Scott's whitening tricks. So I can keep my shoes so bright and white <laughs> like Scott's t-shirt. That's what I'm working on. I want them just as white as Scott's shirt. I got a picture of Scott's shirt hanging in my laundry room, so I can go. That's what I'm shooting for right there. That's my goal. Yeah, whenever you find out, whenever you find out, you know how to how to do the white shirts. Make sure you send it to me. That way, I will. Because I'm really confused. I, I was trying to listen, and see, I'm just totally. See, it's not I, just I me. Know. It's not just me. Uh, see, <clears throat> I appreciate. Thank you, Dennis, for 
for clarifying that. It's not just me that's mixed up on this. Yeah, yeah. so whenever you find out, send it to me. That I way will. I know how to do my I, I my definitely will. Stuff. I keep hoping. This is week, it's, week two. It's and like I, the gold, guys. you got to own the gold. Just like your shirt, was, you have to own was, the shirt. I was kind of catching this. When you clean your white shirts, you have to do it with a fire hose, too, or something? Did I get yes, it right? I heard fire hose. <laughs> was there a fire hose involved with it? There too? is. How it plays into it. Does it make the bubbles in the bucket? I don't know. I'm not sure. That's why I said I'm still a lot of little pieces, parts missing from this whole scenario. And this is two weeks now, and I still don't have it. So hopefully by week three, we got this. <laughs> yeah. I'll let you know, Dennis, the minute I do promise all right all right brother well thank you for being here you're not bailing are you are you gonna stick around uh, i'll be around for i'll be around for a couple minutes bounce in and out okay are you there or did we just lose you <laughs> all right well dennis thank you for joining us what we're gonna do we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back we'll be back with kathleen biffle dredging up the news we'll be right back everybody Do you like to mine for gold, enjoy prospecting a nice crack in the bedrock, enjoy getting outdoors to camp, fish, hunt, and hike on your public lands? You plan your trip, load the gear, grab the dog, put the family in the truck, and drive off to a locked gate. A sign says you cannot enter or access your own public lands. Mining claims and public land owned by we the people are being designated as off-limits by our own government every single day. Are you concerned about the direction our government is going? Are you tired of seeing no access, no entry signs on your lands? We are, and we are fighting back. We are AMRA, America Mining Rights Association, the fastest growing small mining advocacy association in America. AMRA is a 501c3 not-for-profit formed by miners, hunters, off-roaders, retired military men, and women to stop the insanity. AMRA was formed to educate, unite, and help the small miners and public land users on their rights. Rights given to us by God. Do you want access to great mining claims? For a small tax-deductible donation to their miners' legal fund, your family gains access to proven excellent mining claims across America for an entire year. AMRA challenges the USFS, BLM, EPA, and the other agencies intent upon stopping you from enjoying your own lands. You are who pays these people's wages. It is time they listen to us. We need to unite. And that is what AMRA is doing. As you sit here right now, thousands of acres of public lands are being closed, locked, and blocked from use by you. Are you fed up yet? Join us. Get in on this fight and let's restore America to what our families fought and died for. Freedom. Just visit AmericanMiningRights.com. AmericanMiningRights.com. Also, check us out on Facebook at American Mining Rights Association. AmericanMiningRights.com. It is time for Dredging Up the News with Kathleen Biffle. Mining news from around the globe. Metal detecting, dredging, entertainment news, and fun facts as well. Here's Kathleen. All right, everybody. It is Halloween. Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) All right, October 31st. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to start off with an article in Montana. Uh, This one appeared in a local publication called The Flathead Beacon. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a very interesting read. 
and I'll and I'll start it off with you know one man's trash is another man's gold. Okay. A mining company pays millions for gold dug from mine dumps. Owen Voigt and Paul Antino Le- <laughs> Antonio Lee, I think it's. <laughs> I can't pronounce his last name, sorry. <laughs> anyway, they're independent miners uh-huh. who, you know, they basically look through old mining dumps. Okay. And what happens with this, um, there's mine, There's a mining company that is, you know, paying money for this gold, which is kind of interesting, yeah. and how they do it um, through a program that began in 2011, the mining company has paid out more than $45 million to small miners in the last seven years what? in Montana. Holy cow. Yeah, so this is from gold that they dig out of old mine dumps. And evidently, there you know, are a lot of them around the state. Golden Sunlight, that's the company. Um, they will process the small miners' ore, turning it into nuggets you know, worth value. Right. So Golden Sunlight Mine is located northeast of Whitehall. Both small miners agree that there are old dumps in other parts of the states, but what they have to consider is, you know, is it worth the extraction and the cost of hauling it back to Whitehall? Okay. So apparently there is a niche market out there of old mining claims. Um, The independent miners will spend their winters researching maps um, looking through, you know, looking for old claims. And they say that there is still so much gold for the pickings out there in Montana. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to do this, this is going to be mo- partially map work. Where um, And then they say if you locate a mine, you know, dated back to the 1880s or before, they know that that's possibly a good prospect to go through their dump. Why? Well... Because around that time, uh, cyanide was invented around that time. It came to Montana. Well, not invented, but discovered, I guess. (laughs) It came to Montana. And because it was so efficient, that means that there's a lot less gold left in the mine dumps after the 1880s. And specifically, if you're going to narrow it down to 1885. This article went on to describe in detail the the whole process that that the independent miners do to dig for for this, but but they also are you know they're held to some certain standards for reclamation. Okay. So, <clears throat> but to give you just a good idea, the men they may move two hundred to five hundred ounces of gold and three thousand to five thousand tons of ore, and they haul it to this mine, okay. Golden Sunlight. So there are some years when they just work on just two dumps. Other years they have hauled off 17 dumps in, in, a, in larger projects. So that, I guess, is a, is a little niche market, and I right. thought that was kind of interesting. Sounds... Now, What's yeah, that? I was going to ask, when you, when you say mine dumps, what, what, what is, is a mine dump? Is it just like they're a... Their like tailings and stuff. Tailings. Okay. Um, when they, I guess, when they muck out um, old mines, they put these oh. big piles of dirt, okay. <laughs> evidently, okay. no, out I, there. Because I was, you know, when you 
the word dump, it's like, oh, or is it like the, where he was dumping all the trash or something? Or it's like, no. So it's where they're putting all the it's like, material, the yeah. tailings and the um, digging. Or what, like, you the... know, leftovers from, from what they go through. Okay. And that's why they look for the older ones, mm-hmm. you know, dated older because they didn't have the use of cyanide where they would, you know, process all that. Right. Okay. So, what we... Well, it's what we consider out here. They got they got the dump pile, and then they got the spoils. They they used to put it in two different sections because one would come up and pick it up with the horses and take it off, and then the other side was the tailings. It was all the junk, and you can actually like it, I think it was what was it pre the pre war is when they really made them stop doing that. You can still like I heard it's pretty good in, in Nevada too, or used to be that you yeah. could find those those particular those two different color piles and you know one was a spoil one was a tailings but it got shut down because of the war we actually look for that out here as well okay cool cool and if you're out there and you know you're maybe considering this um the department of environmental quality they don't issue permits Uh to small miners so if you're a small miner you have to file affidavits instead that will bind you um basically it'll bind you to adhering to certain conditions. Okay. And that would be probably conditions for reclamation. So they say it's a win-win situation out there just because, you know, small miners remove big piles of dirt out of places on property where it might otherwise just sit. Oh. And they and they reclaim it and use it for other things. Like uh, um, the article goes on to say exactly what, but, you know, Everybody's looking for dirt, right? Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we all want you know, it's dirt. Fun, you know, it's funny because I just had a guy from Montana because, you know, I haven't put the feelers out there, but, you know, I'm going to make the big trip uh, this year and do a lot of my – I actually had a guy uh, from Montana contact me and said, hey, if you're ever up here, you know, we got some good gold. I was like, wow, you know, I really never – you really never hear of Montana and, and you know, good gold, but I, obviously that, yeah, there obviously is. Yep. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. So I thought that was interesting. Uh, the next story in Nevada is a little tragic. Uh, Jason Holman from Small Mine Development was killed Thursday at Jarrett Canyon Gold's Lee Smith Mine. Uh, Small Mine Development's general manager, Keith Jones, says that Holman was loading a round and was involved in a fall of ground near the end of his shift. Small mine development began operating the mine about 50 miles north of Elko in 2010. Mm -hmm. U.S. Mine Safety and Health Administration says that the miner was actually loading blast holes underground when the cemented backfill roof fell, causing fatal injuries. Oh, that's not good. It's sad. But, you know, data shows that this is the first mine fatality in Nevada this year. The last mine fatality uh, in the state were the two men last, uh, actually, October 31st, 2017, at the Marigold Mine. Wow. Wow. Crazy. That's kind of <laughs> odd. Yeah, it is kind of odd. Hmm. hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That could be one of those mining, it you know, ghost be. stories. <laughs> it could be. Yeah. You know, don't, don't do that stuff on October on 31st. Halloween. That's right. <laughs> You know, it could create a new superstition. Don't do it. Yeah. All right. Well, that's um, enough for stateside news. I've got some global news. All right. In Zimbabwe, 
the president of Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe. Miners <laughs> Federation. Uh, her name is Henrietta Rishwala. <laughs> she announced that. <laughs> Sorry, Kathleen. <laughs> she announced uh, that villagers living around the Meringue Diamond Fields in the, in the eastern Manicaland province will be allocated. They're going to be allocating claims to extract gems as part of government plans to empower communities through mining. Her office approached uh, state-owned Zimbabwe Consolidation Diamond Company regarding the allocation of mining claims to their membership in Marange. Mm-hmm. Her approach, she said, is based on the fact that uh, Emerson... <laughs> I don't even know how to pronounce it. <laughs> Go for uh, it. That yeah, Emerson Managawa <laughs> government... <laughs> I think I said it right, uh, has allocated $150 million towards the development of, of artisanal mining in the country. So most of the gems in the area are currently being extracted by illegal painters uh, from the towns of Shurwugwi, Buhera, and... <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you got this. Matabalalale. <laughs> Anywho, ah. that's happening in Zimbabwe. Oh, Matabawala land? <laughs> Sound like a fairy yeah, tale place. Matabawala land. <laughs> I like that one. Oh, that was perfect. <laughs> All right. So, okay, another country that starts with a Z Zambia. <laughs> a new story just released about a large. 5,655 carat emerald found earlier this month. Um, They named it the (laughs) Holy Moly. (laughs) Inkalamu. It was named by the mining company that found it, Gemfields, which is the world's largest emerald mine, Mm -hmm. by the way. Okay. Um, The name of this emerald means lion. The firm plans to cut it into small pieces for auction next month in Singapore. Oh, man. So I guess this this emerald has a lot. It's like the clarity is amazing and it's perfectly balanced with a golden green hue. It's hard to believe they're going to cut it, right? Yeah. Well, they don't know how many gems they'll get out of the cut, but they're they're estimating the values of $2.5 million. Wow. That's great. Actually, this isn't the biggest emerald found from this mine. No. The same mine in 2010, miners discovered a 6,225 carat emerald, and they named that Elephant. Elephant and Lion. So we have. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I wonder how big big is a 6,000 carat emerald, Kathy? Oh, oh my gosh. I don't don't even know. I mean, that's. I mean, it's huge. I'm thinking beach ball. I'm thinking Yeah, bigger, it would probably be like a like beach that ball or bigger, size. yeah. I mean God, they named it elephant, so how big is it? You know? Yeah. Gosh darn, that's cool though. Sweet. You never know what's underground. And that's not even the biggest emerald in the world, and I and I'm gonna touch upon that in my fun facts. So. Cool, okay. I'll save it for fun facts. Awesome. Can't wait. All right. Uh in Malaysia. Silver is saving lives. It's widely known that precious metals have several properties, but dealing with bugs is a new one. 
Turns out silver is being used now to destroy a brain-eating amoeba <laughs> called Nigleria phalleri. Okay. Um, in a paper good. published by ACS Chemical Neuroscience, researchers from Malaysia's Sunway University explained how they developed silver nanoparticles coated with anti-seizure drugs that can kill this deadly amoeba. Amoeba. <laughs> amoeba. <laughs> oh, I love it. So most infections with this amoeba result from just basically inhaling warm, dirty water in ponds oh. or a hot spring or unchlorinated swimming pools. Uh, oh. I, I saw this in that show, Monsters Inside Me. Oh, you did? Yeah, it's pretty nasty. It's freaky. It's called yeah, Don't Swim in the Crap. Oh, jeez. <laughs> wow. I guess um, another species of this amoeba can cause blindness by entering through the eyes. Oh, my gosh. And you can get that from wearing dirty contact lenses. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Watch out. Mm -hmm. But anyway, the silver nanoparticles coated with the anti-seizure drugs will kill this amoeba. That's Pretty cool. cool huh? See, I knew silver was worth something. I knew it. silver. Yeah, I knew so it. maybe the the price of silver it's gonna will... it's gonna skyrocket now. Watch. Yeah, so I guess this is gonna be better for for treating infections, right? Um, because normal antimicrobial drugs, um, you have to use like a huge amount, uh -huh. like high doses, because it needs to enter the brain to kill this thing. Sure. Okay. So that's pretty interesting. Yes, it but is. I, you know, I'm going to say this: there's an oil for that. Yeah, see, <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> for brain-eating amoebas. There is an oil for brain-eating amoebas. And do, do you... all right, so I'm going to turn it over to my partner in crime all here right. for local events of interest. All right. Take it away, Shad. Take it away, Shad. <laughs> Thank you, Kathleen. <clears throat> So grab your boots, lace them up, and get that <laughs> costume going, because it's time for local events of interest. There we go. And we only have three, because there's just not a lot going on. All Sorry. Right. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. So first, let's wander over near Swiftwater to Cave Creek, Arizona. Mm-hmm. And you know what it is. It's Wild West Days 2018 <laughs> at Cave Creek, November 2nd to the November 4th. So it's this weekend. You can go, Swifty. We yeah, want you there. We do. Uh, believe it or not, believe it or not, what you're talking about is a proud, approximately 15 miles down the road from me. Then right you, now. you should go to there. it. I want to see, see the pig riding. Dude. <laughs> oh, did I just give it away? No, Dang yeah. it. Okay. The annual Wild West Days in Cave Creek, Arizona is a celebration that pays homage to the days of the Wild West and its heritage. The three-day Western event features a parade tractor train rides, Native American dancing demos, horse tricks, pig rides, swift water, <laughs> bull riding, you're not tall enough, country western music, and a gun shown down uh, theatrical performances. Ooh. So get ready there. There will be an array of selected vendors offering original, one-of-a-kind works of fine art, pottery, paintings, photography, sculpture, glass, <laughs> wood items, jewelry, clothing, handmade and hand-decorated crafts, and much more. Mm -hmm. 
The hours are Friday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. It's open to the public, so I hope to see you there and ride a pig. That's right, Scott. <laughs> Live. And just remember, for all you guys around here in AZ, you know that Cave Creek's just not for rodeos. It's also for bikers, too, if you decide to ride an iron horse. Drop up in there and watch him as well. Just go. Hop <laughs> on a pig. And then ride Just a go, pig. Scott. Well, oh. ride a hog, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Ride your right. hog up there. No, it's, it's pretty cool there at Cave Creek. It's not a really big place, but they do a lot of stuff up there. Like I said, they got uh, different, like the bars and stuff, like at the hideaway and stuff. You know, the biker bar, you know, a lot of the guys that ride up, they just do the, the <laughs> okay. long ride. They'll stop in there. And then right across the road, believe it or not, is where they, they do the rodeos and stuff like what you're talking about. And they used to have, a, what was it, a mock-up of running with the bulls at one time. Uh, now, I know that went like two years, and after that I didn't hear too much about it. So, But they used to do that as as well there. It's it's pretty Well, you've got to go. You should go, Scott, on location, representing the show. There you go. I know. And you know what, Scott? If they do bring back running with the bulls, you're already wearing a white T-shirt. Right. already have a red bandana. <laughs> That's right. You are set, my friend. You are ready. Hop on that pig. <laughs> <laughs> Pig All right, so let's stay in Arizona because guess what? You cannot get enough of the Wild West. No. On November 9th through 11th, so the next weekend, it is Buck Connors Western Days in the town of Quartzite. Buck Connors Western Days is a three-day event and will include family-friendly activities at the Town Park and Community Center and Quartzite Improvement Association. And really... It'll be all around town. Uh-huh. So activities will include Dr. Buck Montgomery's Wild West Show. Sweet. That's interesting. Yes, it is. Uh, antique car show. Don't know how that fits in. <laughs> Chili cook-off. A, a branding and iron art gallery That's and show. I mean. That's cool. That's cool. Trader's yeah. Row. Fancy word for flea market. Yeah. <laughs> Children's Corral. Wait a minute. What kind of corral? All right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It makes sense, okay? You you want a children's corral. You got to keep them there because guess what's next door to that? What's that? The beer garden. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you need definitely need a children's corral. That you is cool. Corral your children to go to the beer garden. <laughs> so then after your beer garden, it's the ATV Roundup Parade and UHV Challenge. What in the world is that? <laughs> And for nobody that's ever been to Quartzsite, remember that there's uh, also gold all around. Okay. And then you have, I think that's with like the the Jeeps okay. that are really souped up for off-roading. Oh. And they have like this crazy course that it has oh. to navigate across. Okay. Oh. Okay. Yeah, they call, them, they call them rock crawlers out here. Yeah. And then you have live entertainment, delicious food, and beverages, and more. Beverages galore. So, pretty yeah. cool. You can find pretty more cool. details. At www.buttconnersday.com. But I'll Connors. post that in a little bit in the chat room. Yeah, Butt Connors, definitely. Butt Connors. Hey, what's really, like I said, what's really funny is there, there's gold all around Quartzsite. There's like GPAA you claims should be there. At, there's you open should be ground. at the there's Butt like Connors Wild West Festival too, Scott, honestly. You should be at the <laughs> 
You're the West Coast man. You got to get to these. Represent. No kidding, man. These are in your backyard. I know. You know about You probably them. didn't even know there was an event happening, Scott. And there's two for you to go I mean, to. You, you guys know, got you number one. The one in Quartzsite's 140 miles away from me. Okay, then you and can the, go other the other one, one. You know, the one that was down. But you guys got to remember, I'm mining. Well, you could take I, a yeah. break and go up there and represent. The show comes first, That's man. Right. You're get rep- your priorities in order. That's right. You're representing. Go ride a freaking pig. That's right. <laughs> Go ride a go ride a pig, pig and say I'm from Prospector Radio, and I'm Scott Swiftwater Tony. Promote, 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 right? And just get out there and didn't you read your contract? No kidding. I don't think he did. <laughs> uh, uh, fine. Print. All right. So that's it on the West Coast. So how about we take a trip down under Definitely. for any of our international <laughs> listeners? Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Right. Because we're global now. That's right. We're worldwide. <laughs> And, of course, we can't get them all, but, you know, Kathleen did, of course, find this one here to talk about. So it's at the Kalgoorlie, Washington, Australia. Mm-hmm. It's the annual St. Barbara's Festival on November 29th at 5 p.m. through December 3rd at 5 p.m. The annual St. Barbara's Festival celebrates mining in the region and the local community. The Miners Memorial Service is held in the square on Thursday, the 1st of December, to honor the men and women who have lost their lives servicing the mining industry over the past century. The showcase of St. Barbara's Festival is the parade. Sunday on the 4th of December, thousands and thousands of people from all over the world will gather for the parade to watch enormous pieces of mining equipment (laughs) rumble down historic (laughs) Hannon Street, looking, including an enormous... KCGM Cat 793 haul truck standing 19 feet tall, 26 feet wide, and 42 feet long. That's a truck. That's probably like 500 Swift Waters right there. (laughs) (laughs) So along with mining equipment, you can expect to see community organizations, schools, animals, prospectors, and mine rescue demonstrations. And this yeah. event is open to the public and free. free. So that sounds like a good time if you're in the land of Down Under. That's right, it does. So make sure, Swiftwater, we expect you to hop on a pig, <laughs> drop yeah. some children off at the corral, yep. drink some beer, and go see in Australia the enormous KCGN Cat 793 <laughs> haul truck. <That's> right. <laughs> Those are Scott's it, missions. He's our roving reporter. That's yes, right. So just take be, a swig of your nice prickly good, pear good. sauce and get busy. Yeah, you can, yeah. <laughs> take some prickly pear with you. Hell yeah. Awesome. All right, so there you have it, your local events of interest. Awesome. Back to Kathleen for, I guess, some fun facts. Fun facts. Yes. Fun fact time. Um, so you guys getting sick of Halloween yet? No. <laughs> Never. Well, I hope not, because um, since it is actually Halloween, I have some fun facts relating to Halloween. Cool. Some myths about, well, you know, gold. All right. That's cool. All right. So here's here's a, a myth or legend, if you will. It's called the Ireland Headless Horseman. Okay. This is where that creepy music would have come into play, Tim. Oh, the, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not the bubbles, man. <laughs> Not the so bubbles. I want you to just start. Ooh, this whatever. is a creepy okay. story. Dang, we ain't got no scary music. Crap. All right. 
So, it's called the Ireland Headless Horseman. It's said that after sunset on certain festivals and feast days, uh, one of the most terrifying creatures in the spirit world is called the Lullahan. Uh-huh. Um, he can be seen riding a black stallion across the countryside, and wherever he stops, someone dies. Oh. But why is it so scary? Well, the Dullahan has no head. <laughs> oh, he carries it with it with him in his hand. And because he is um, basically endowed with supernatural sight, he holds the head up high, mm-hmm. which allows him to see great distances on the darkest nights. Well, can he hold it up higher than where his head would normally be? Yes, he, with his with his arm, he, he holds it way up here. It's not it like that's on a chain. Story well, you it that story strangely familiar to the headless horse? Yes, it, it is the legend of Sleepy <sighs> Hollow. But beware. If you see him pass by, you will be punished by either having a bucket of blood thrown in your face, or you might be struck blind in one eye. Uh, what? <laughs> now, what wait a minute. If you see him pass by, if I see a guy with his head in his arms, I'm not standing there any longer. <laughs> Yeah, right. But the biggest fear is not getting blind in one eye. It is if he stops you wherever you are and calls your name out, this basically will draw out your soul and you will die. Huh. So, he doesn't have to see you for that to happen. Well, not the name part, but the first two. Okay. You, If you see him, one of two things will happen, right? Yeah. Huh. That sucks. Weird. And then you die. And then you die. <laughs> If he calls out your name. This is supposed to be a scary story. I shouldn't be laughing. <laughs> but this is in Ireland, so we're okay here, right? <laughs> yeah. Alright. The no Dullahan does not come to warn you. He means business. So if you see him and he says your name, well expect, He means businesses. Yeah. You expect your demise. However, he can be warded off by any object made of gold. Oh. So, for some reason, this thing has a fear of gold, and even a tiny amount will frighten him off. Really? That's that's not like the Legend of Sleepy Hollow at all. <laughs> <laughs> no. So no one knows for certain how the Dullahan originated, and it's thought that he is the embodiment of the Celtic fertility god, Chrome Dube. <laughs> He was worshipped by an ancient king of Ireland named uh-huh. Tiger Ty- Tigermas. Each year, this um, ancient king sacrificed humans to appease the gods. <laughs> There's the creepy music. <laughs> Is Shed watching Halloween or something? And the unusual meth- method that he would do this sacrifice was decapitation. Really? The worship of Krumdab ended in the 6th century when Christianity came to Ireland. And uh, the old sacrificial traditions thankfully stopped. But not forgotten. Mm. For it said that he took on a physical form, which is the headless Dahalahan. Headless Dahalahan. And get this. He uses a human spine for his whip. Ooh. That's kind of cool. It is kind of cool. 
Kind That's like, badass. Kind of like the so, those of you in Ireland this Halloween night, be safe. Be uh-huh. home by sunset. Now, do you have to throw your gold at it or just hold it up? You're like, I got gold. <laughs> you just keep it on you. Okay. Keep your gold object near you. Okay. And it will scare him But off. he has to see it. Well, yeah. yeah I think I would, maybe it pre- I don't know. It, I, it's a myth. I would think they throw it at him <laughs> and run. Too All right. So this one, and the next one is a little closer to home. It's in Colorado. And this one, um, there is a legend that a school bus full of orphans perished while a tunnel collapsed, trapping their spirits for eternity. And this story is behind the haunting of what's known as Colorado's Gold Camp Road Tunnels. Uh So the Gold Camp Road Tunnels are actually three abandoned railroad tunnels near Colorado Springs. They were constructed during the 1800s and they were used during the gold rush. Okay. Well, after they served their purpose, they eventually were converted to um, just regular tunnels for cars. However, during the construction, um, a lot of workers lost their lives building it. Okay. So visitors of the tunnel say they have experienced paranormal activities. They hear children laughing, giggling, and screaming. A figure of a man pacing about the tunnels can be seen. Handprints appear on the cars, Ooh. and vehicles mysteriously start moving on their own. There's a down. there's a bridge in my town like that, a tunnel. Is, uh, yeah, is there? yeah, it's like a mile away from here. And if you go and pull in the tunnel at night, and you turn your lights off and put your car in neutral, your car will move, and there'll be handprints on the back of your car. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I forget. Yeah, if you're not careful, you're going to get headlights in the back of your car. I forget what it's called. I, I, there is a name for it. And I, I have to well, that, huh. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's that, Well, that kind of sounds familiar because with this this myth, mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, before that, um, there's this gruesome tale, right, of a, a busload of orphans or students, depending on who's telling the story. <laughs> they were heading back from a field trip. When tunnel number three collapsed, trapping and killing the children aboard. Legend says the kids can be heard laughing and giggling in tunnels one and two, but the sounds turn into screams as you enter tunnel three. The myth states the kids will slap and scratch unsuspecting visitors, as well as leave fingerprints on the cars. See? Well, you you know one thing. It was students. You can guarantee that. Yeah. Because the orphans didn't have any money back then to do that, and they weren't spending the money. So, interesting. What? Uh, back back in those back in the old days, the orphanages they barely made it, so they didn't go on field trips. Field trips, probably students. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was saying. Students. Yeah. Yeah, but the- well, uh, another firsthand experience tells in the myth um, that there's a figure in tunnel number two. Uh, one night, a group of friends decided to go ghost hunting. They decided to do this trick that if you turn off your lights in your car in tunnel number two, strange things will happen. According to the, this eyewitness account, this group pulled into tunnel number two, turned off their lights, and shut their car off. And then they noticed a dark figure pacing back and forth at the entrance of the tunnel. The figure made its way back to the car 
peeked in and placed his hands on the back of the car and disappeared. Mm -hmm. Well, they got scared, started the car, and drove away. Well, shortly after, they stopped to inspect the car and found dusty handprints on the truck. Stuff's real. Very, very creepy. It's real. Uh, And the last one I'll leave you with, and this goes in line with um, the story I did earlier about the humongous emerald. Uh Uh-huh. Um... Believe it or not, that was not the biggest. The world's biggest emerald is known as the Bahia Emerald, and it was found in Brazil in the year 2001. It's said to be cursed. The emerald was found in Brazil, and it weighed 752 pounds. Mm-hmm. It could be worth um, $925 million. Wow. It doesn't look like a regular emerald. It, it's basically a big, massive black schist with nine protruding emerald crystals. Um, however, it's said to be cursed. The, the emerald has sat for years in a Los Angeles County Sheriff's Office in a vault because um, it's, it's actually evidence. And it's been known to be the puzzle from hell. From the detectives. Um, anyway, in 2008, they, it was brought to the Los Angeles, um, and now it, it, it's held as evidence. Why is it said to be cursed? Well, it was based on some myths or stories that surround this gem. Those tales include a house that burned down, a handful of lawsuits and bankruptcy filings, and a guy who says he was abducted, and a man-eating <laughs> panthers... <laughs> all kinds of things, all lending to this air of doom for this specimen. Oh, geez. Um, there's an investigator writer, Elizabeth Wheel, um, who explored this story. <clears throat> and and it's she even said that she was having bad luck when she was, was doing the investigation. Right. But we don't know about that. But anyway, the Emerald's origin was in a Brazilian mine. So how did it make its way to the U.S.? Well, Elizabeth Well tells a great story of how she researched this, and you can read actually the full thing, which I won't read to you tonight. Okay. Um, it's on Wired.com, but I'll give you kind of the gist. Okay. Over the past 10 years, four lawsuits have been filed over this emerald. 14 individuals or entities plus the nation of Brazil have claimed this to be theirs. A house burned down, three people filed for bankruptcy, and one man alleges having been kidnapped and held hostage. <laughs> Many of the men involved say that the emerald is hell spawn, and they, but they also just can't let it go. Even at the beginning when it was found, the rock had already been through a lot. It was found at a mine in Brazil, the mule team dragging it, um, had to drag it through the rainforest. Anyway, they were attacked by panthers. And the surviving <clears throat> miners carried it to uh, civilization. Uh, from town, it was trucked into South Sao Paulo and placed under a tarp in one of their carports. Um, anyway, it, it evidently was shipped to Sao Paulo, Brazil, then to San Jose, California, then to New Orleans, uh, then South El Monte, and then Las Vegas. So this this emerald's been everywhere. <laughs> it's been around. Been around. So during the long journey, um, you know, they, they they tell of failed business deals, 
soured partnerships, unkept promises. During Hurricane Katrina in 2005, the Emerald was submerged in floodwaters and inaccessible. Um, so that was kind of odd. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it, I think it's funny. I think it's funny you said they all got attacked by panthers, but there's so many miners that said, oh, you know, we don't worry about the panthers. They're eating those guys. Let's grab the emerald and go. <laughs> yeah, like there were some that survived, and they, they took the emerald. So the crazy story, if you if you read the whole thing, she she tells it in a colorful way, and she did actually interview the parties that were involved, because this wasn't too long ago. Um, you know, so they're still around, and and it's really re- very very interesting. It's very convoluted, so check it out. Yeah, pretty and cool. And that's dredging up the news. That was an awesome dredging up the news. Man, I like the Halloween edition stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so that's enough for Halloween till next year. Yeah, we're, I think we've had enough Halloween. <laughs> Halloween is over for us now. Officially, it is over here on Prospector Radio. No. So what is next, Kathleen? Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's gonna give you plenty of stuff to work on for Thanksgiving, right? How gold plays into exciting. Thanksgiving and pretty cool. And uh I like it. Thank you, Kathleen. She had a great job, you guys, as always. All right, what time is it? I was gonna say, how are we on time? Because I could do I, I could go till next weekend on the uh dryland. Okay. If we had to. Okay. Well, we can. It's ten thirty. It's usually when we. And I'll, I'll try not to make my news so long next. All right, because we'll just plan. No, no, that's that's fine. Just like I said, next weekend, man, we, we'll do some stuff. You know, talking about what I'm okay. doing in dryland dredging, and oh, and you can kind of explain can, it a little bit more in detail. Yeah, and you can report on the pig ride. Yeah. <laughs> At the same time. I hear all about it. Yeah, you can tell us all about the pig ride. At the same time. Perfect. And yeah, for, I'll be mining. Anybody that's ordered hats, I'm going to send your invoices out before the weekend. So we'll get them. We'll get those ordered. And that is ship has sailed. It is closed. We're taking no more pre-orders. So done. You know, and also, done. 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 And is there anything else yet that we can think of? And then? And then? Um, other than those awesome events. I think that about does it right now. I do too. I think that about covers it. You know, I think. Hold on one second. Let me check my notes real quick. And I think that does cover it. But I want to take a minute and say, you know, if you're thinking life can't get any worse than it is, you know, what you need to do is grab a gold pan, head to the creek and hang out with some prospectors. It'll change your life forever. Guaranteed. (laughs) And on that note, We're out of here, everybody. We'll see you Sunday. Good night, everyone. Good night, gold diggers. Good night, everybody. Night. Be sure to tune in next Sunday at 730 for another great show. For updates and more info, please go to www.prospectorsradio.com.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.